Hello, my gorgeous friend. Today, we are going to start talking about why you don't already have what you want. And I'm going to remind you about one part of you that maybe you have forgotten about. It's a part of you that's often underutilized. And once you remember it and tap back into it, you're going to be able to create the life you desire. Whatever it is that you want, I pray that today you will allow what I teach to wiggle its way into your brain a bit and consider that I could be right about this one. I hope you enjoy this episode, so let's get started. Are you tired of feeling you don't measure up? What if happiness and the value of your life has absolutely nothing to do with your marital status or the number of children you have? Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Lamar. Listen, my gorgeous friend, I know what it's like not to measure up. You see, I failed to check all the boxes of life in the expected time frame. Then I realized the truth. God truly loved me and had so much more in mind for me than a life of fear and doubt about being single or anything else. And I'm here to share what I've learned. So, if you're ready to discover and live the life God designed with you in mind, this is the podcast for you. So let's start this episode by me telling you a story. It's a story about a dog named Topper. And years ago, one of my sisters decided she wanted to have a dog. Now, my sister lives in a city and has a home where there's a relatively small backyard. And she chose a dog and brought him home, obviously naming him Topper. And Topper was a border collie. If you know anything about dogs, and well, about border collies specifically, they are active working dogs. They are really best suited not to live in the city, but to live in the country. They're highly intelligent, they learn quickly, and they respond well to praise. And when they don't get those things, they're really unhappy and can be rather destructive. So therein lies the problem the problem in my sister's backyard, Topper. He was fenced in, in the small confines of the backyard. He didn't have a job to do, and he really wasn't able to live the life that he was really best suited for, which was in the country, active and working. Topper didn't have a choice. You know, when you think about it, life just happened to Topper. He had no power in the decision, no choice, So what happened to Topper? Well, eventually he reconciled himself to this situation that he had no choice in and he lived unhappily, really less than, he was living less the life than he was meant to live. So why am I telling you about a dog in a backyard? Maybe as I told that story, you kind of thought, well, I feel a little bit like Topper too. I feel like I don't have a choice, that I don't get to choose the life that I'm living. Maybe you feel that way, but something's gone terribly wrong and it's someone, someone's fault. Surely this is not what I was meant to live. And the truth is though, my friend, my gorgeous friend, you are not topper. You are not a topper. You are a gorgeous woman, woman who simply has forgotten. She has power, power to choose, power to choose who you are and power to choose who you are even when life happens to you. Because listen, sometimes it does just happen. 
you get hit by a car, you're going through, you know, you stopped at the red light and then you go into the intersection and somebody else chose not to stop and they hit your car. Or you get a diagnosis after all of you done to be healthy. And sometimes someone else makes a choice that impacts you. I get it. Sometimes things happen, but even then you still have power. So maybe, maybe you're feeling a little uncomfortable right now. Maybe even a little indignant that I would suggest that you have more power than you thought. That maybe you could decide differently. That you could even come out of the backyard. Maybe you feel like I've given you really bad news. <laughs> that you do have a choice. You don't have to stay in the backyard. Life isn't just happening to you. Maybe that seems like very bad news to you. But I'm going to suggest that it's good news. It's actually great news that life is not just happening to you. That you actually get to happen to life. Your life. You get to decide. You have power. And you know what, my gorgeous friend? You already know this. You have power. And you even try out that power Every now and then, you take it out and you give it a little test run. And one way that we do that is coming up soon. It's New Year's. We make New Year's resolutions in less than 60 days. Another New Year is upon us. And most of us make New Year's resolutions. And most of us fail at them. But we keep trying. We keep exercising the power we know we have. The power to make this year the year that we, oh, I don't know, that you get to date. And you date a lot. This is that year that you finally get control of your weight and lose that 10 to 80 pounds, whatever it is, that you get control of your money. This is the year that you get the promotion that you want, that you go on the cool trip that you've always wanted to go on. This is the year. So we take that, that power that we know we already have and we take it out for a trial run and then we fail and then we put the power away. So why do we keep trying even when we fail? Why do we refuse to stay in the backyard? When you think about it, New Year, New Year's Day and the New Year offers up a blank slate, an opportunity to, air quotes, get things right. And when you make a New Year's resolution, you're actually utilizing a really important concept called self-efficacy, which simply means that simply by the virtue of aspiring to a goal and following through on it, you have a sense of control or power over what's happening in your life. And listen, that makes perfect sense to me. I so like <laughs> having a sense of control or, or, or power over what's happening in my life. And if making a New Year's resolution gives me that power and that control, I am all in. I love how that feels, that I'm not in the backyard and life is happening to me, that I am out there making it happen. And even when it seems rather temporary, even just those first couple weeks when I'm really working my plan and then boom, my willpower and motivation runs out, I still like having that moment. So the question then is, did, does that mean I don't have power after that first couple of weeks? No. So now what? The power is still there. Well, the answer, my friends, isn't very simple. It, well, it's simple, and it's, but it's not very sexy. The truth is you just keep going. Just because 
it's taking longer than you wish, or it's more challenging than you thought it would be, you keep going. You keep exercising your power, deciding that you want what you want, and you will keep showing up for your life. You are going to keep going. See, I told you it's not very sexy or, um, you know, the power doesn't diminish. That's the answer. You just keep going. You keep utilizing the power rather than putting it in the backyard and making it unutilized. So how do you do that though? How do you keep putting yourself out there on dating apps when it just isn't working? How do you keep going out on dates when it really kind of seems, sometimes it was like this for me, it's one goober after another or one more heartbreak. How do you keep doing it? How do you simply not give up on the diet when every time you get on the scale, it just isn't moving? How do you continue to budget and put more money on your credit card debt when the number still seems so huge? How do you stay engaged at work when somebody else got the promotion you wanted and feel like you deserved? How do you continue to save for your dream trip when it feels like, oh, it's so far away? How do you do it? How do you keep going? How do you keep tapping into that power? Well, it's a good question. And one of the things that I want you to consider in answer to that question is, how do you keep going? Well, one thing is you don't stop. You don't decide that it isn't possible. You don't resign yourself to the backyard, deciding that just because it's hard, just because it's taking longer, that it's not quote unquote meant to be. And you manage your expectations. I mean, really be honest with yourself. When you set that goal to get that promotion or lose that weight or meet the dream guy, what did you expect? How long did you think it was going to take? You know, what's really interesting is how, what a tough time we have nowadays with patience, with wanting and not having it yet, with waiting To just be honest with yourself and what it is that you're expecting it. How quickly does it have to happen for you to consider that it's worth working on? Something to consider. Sometimes we think that, um, I think this feels really heavy, but sometimes we get into this trap of thinking, okay, it's not working out. I guess there's something I'm supposed to learn, right? Somehow, if I learn whatever it is I'm supposed to learn, then I'm going to get what I want. I just, ugh. That one feels so yucky and heavy to me. I really don't like to think that I'm supposed to be learning something. I instead like to think about it this way, that I'm becoming something new. I am evolving. I am growing and progressing. And I like to think about it more in the likes of, and this is what I want to offer up is, what do I have to believe about myself to get what I want? What do I have to believe about myself to get what I want? What do I have to believe about myself to stay out of the backyard? What do I have to believe about myself to stay on a dating app and not fall into the trap that it isn't possible for me to get what I want, that I'm not meant to get married? What do I have to believe about myself to keep going out there and meeting the goobers or having my heart broken? What do I have to believe about myself to continually adhere to my food protocol even when the scale doesn't move? What do I have to believe about myself 
to continue on in my quest to be debt-free? What do I have to believe in myself to work at the same job and then go after the next promotion opportunity? What do I have to believe to continue to dream about and plan my dream trip even when it seems far away? It's really about who are you becoming, what you believe about yourself. That's where your power lies. What you have to believe about yourself to get what you want, to create the life that you want. That's where the power is, my friends. It's what you believe about yourself. Now listen, you can be, you can choose to be mad about it and you're going to be mad about it. You're going to be sad about it. You're going to be frustrated about it. You will be. And that doesn't mean anything's gone wrong. That is just simply part of it. It's part of the becoming. And you know, really when you think about it, whatever you want is going to take effort. It's going to take some power. It's going to take you believing something different about yourself than you've believed before. How do we know that? Well, because you don't already have what you want. So you're going to need to believe something different than you have always believed. So as I see it, you have two choices. You can stop your effort and using your power and just resign yourself to the backyard and go be with Topper. Or you can continue on and experience all that there is to experience on the road to what you want. It's going to be harder than you thought it would be. It's going to take longer than you thought it would. It's going to be scarier than you thought it would. But oh my gosh, how much more interesting than the backyard? How much more fulfilling? Who do you become when you stay out of the backyard? So what's your desire? What do you want that you don't already have? And what do you need to believe about yourself in order to get what you want? That's where the power lies. It's in what you believe about yourself. So I'm going to give you some ideas. Well, the first step that I would suggest is what do you already believe about yourself and in yourself? If you don't know, it's really easy to discover. Just ask yourself the question, why don't I already have what I want? Why don't I already have what I want? Why don't I have the promotion? Why have, why do I keep meeting goobers? Why do I keep having my heart broken? Why isn't my credit card paid off? Why can't, why isn't the scale going down? And then just write your answer. Don't just think it, write it. And when you do that, you will discover what you're currently believing about yourself. You will discover what you're currently believing. And what you're currently believing is not going to get you what you want. You now then get to decide what you want to believe and need to believe to get what you want. And that can be challenging. And I can help you figure that out. I can help you uncover what you're currently believing and what you need to believe in order to take back that power and get what you want. I will tell you that you can't look at look at a belief and say, um, you believe really that you're not worth it, you're not of value, it'll never happen, it happens for everybody else, that kind of thing. If that's what you're believing, you're not going to be able to just jump over to everything's possible for me. That's just not going to work. Your brain's not going to believe it. So I can help you bridge that gap if need be. Over time, I have collected some beliefs that I keep practicing about myself that help me get what I want. And I just want to share some of them with you. 
You can borrow them if you want, enhance them, whatever. But these are just some of the things that help me to keep, um, keep utilizing that power because it's in what I believe. I believe that I'm worth the effort to get what I want. And I believe it's mine to be had. I believe that I always get to choose how I respond. I believe that what I want is not only possible, but it's mine and it'll be there right when I'm ready for it. And I believe that I'm more capable and strong than I was led to believe. And I believe that I'm a daughter of God and he loves me. That last one is just critical. My power lies in what I believe about myself. And that's where your power lies. The power lies in what you believe about you. So I invite you to grab your power back. That's simply what you've forgotten. And once you have it, you will be able to create the life that you want and you deserve. So now what? Well, three things. I want you to just consider that what I've told you is true. You have power and you've just simply forgotten and you've just been believing less than you deserve about yourself. That's all. So now what? I'd like you to do three things. Number one is consider what I've told you is true, that you have power. You've just simply forgotten. And you've been believing less about yourself than is true. Number two, what I'd like you to do is journal. Think about what it is that you want, why you don't already have it. And like I said earlier, to write about it, why don't you think you have what you really want? Then you will be able to uncover some of those thoughts that you have that you've been believing about yourself. And they're the thoughts that have diminished your power. And then I invite you to just simply stay out of the backyard. Refuse to go there. It isn't big enough for you. It's not where you're meant to be. You have power. You just simply forgot. I invite you to DM me on Instagram or email me what it is that you've discovered that you are believing about yourself and what it is that you are going to on purpose believe about yourself to take back your power. And my uh, DM, Instagram, and my email are all in the show notes. And again, an invitation. I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much, my gorgeous friend, for listening to this episode of the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I hope it gave you something to think about, and I hope that you will reclaim the power that you already have and that is yours. And until next time, know that God loves you and has big plans for your life. Well, thank you, my friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope that you love today's topic. If so, please share this episode with all your single girlfriends. Also, I would love to hear how it inspired you, made you think, or reminded you of truth. Please take just a moment to do two things. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next week, my gorgeous friend, know that God loves you and he has big things in store just for you. 